Once again, sun is streaming through these windows, and I don't mind if it upsets the uh, lighting balance. It's just lovely to have all this beautiful sunshine. Hope you had a really, really great Easter. We know we had tremendous celebrations at KT, and uh, we had services all day Sunday, and there were so many people watching online. Many, many, many people wrote in lots and lots of congratulations and best wishes from all over the world. And we sent out also many messages to many other people. Well, we are going to be spending morning devotions together. I'm going to share a few things. We've got some Bible readings for you and also some praise requests and some prayer requests. But it would be great if you could communicate with us while we are live streaming this morning. And there's two ways of doing that. 07570-261-697. Also, if you are watching on our KTTV live stream, there is a online response form, an online response uh, uh, method. You just uh, send us a message by using the, the online response that we have for you. And if you're watching on Facebook, well, you just you just respond. Send more hearts. I like that. That's fantastic. Um, but then also for uh, after the, the broadcast, if you are needing uh, more pastoral care or prayer or somebody to talk to, we have our pastoral care hotline, which is open throughout the day, 020-7908-1700. Seven nine zero eight one seven zero zero. Now uh, we have the Bible readings for today, and uh, they are online in our Revival Times Extra page. And by the end of today, we will have the first version of our electronic April April edition. Um, uh, and so far, it's just been into Revival Times Extra. So much is, is all that you can see. But we've been putting things up gradually. We have spent so much time communicating lots of different ways, uh, making sure that emails go out. By the way, I hope you're already on our email list. And that is also you can do that on our kd.org page. You go right down to the very bottom and you subscribe to Friends of KT email. Anyway, we, we have uh, two or 3,000 people who are linking up with us on that, plus all the other social media networks and the cell leaders. The cell leaders are doing a great job. Aren't Fantastic they, job. I can only speak for the ladies and you are doing an outstanding job. Really proud of all of you, <laughs> working so hard. Yes, and I, I, can, I can only speak for the men. <laughs> but yeah, it's absolutely <coughs> amazing what they're doing. Now, uh, you will find the Bible reading for April uh, each day of the month on the Revival Times Extra page. And today, the 14th of April, it's Judges chapter 4, Jeremiah chapter 17, Acts chapter 8, and Mark chapter 3. Now, um, obviously, we don't meet every day. We do Monday to Friday in the week. And of course, yesterday, we gave you a bank holiday. <laughs> uh, so, we don't actually list the, those every single day of the week, but Monday to Friday we do. Um, and um, But when you follow the full reading each day 
throughout the year, it means you will have read the Bible all the way through once and the New Testament through twice. And I wanted to dip in a few of those scriptures today. I was reading them earlier this morning in Judges chapter 4. Uh, you want to speak for the ladies, but uh, Deborah <laughs> was exactly. this remarkable woman, Deborah, and Barak was supposed to be the commander. And Barak said, oh, I can't do it unless you do it, unless you go out with me. And Deborah said, all right, I'm a woman of God. I'm a woman of power. I'm a woman of authority. Amen. And he said, she said, but you know, because you haven't had the courage to do it on your own, uh, the glory will go to a woman today. And you think, first of all, well, that must mean Deborah is going to get a big, a big credit for this. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, it was a woman by the name of Jael. Yeah. And Sisera, who was the enemy, was running away from the battle. And uh, Jael found him and said, come, come, come and rest a while. Anyway, so she killed him by driving a tent peg through his temple. Remember, Dr. Shepherd used to say probably it meant through the eyeball. Anyway, it's a bit too early in the morning for that. But remember, back in those days, the battle was against flesh and blood. The kingdom was a, a political kingdom. The kingdom was a geographic kingdom um, on the earth. Uh, and, and God uh, expressed his kingdom rule through a nation, through a a, a kind of political setup. But now Jesus said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's. We don't serve in that way. Otherwise, uh, we would be involved in establishing a, a, a legal political nation state that we would call the kingdom of God. Not even Israel today can claim to be the nation state of God. But it is the kingdom of God coming into our hearts. Anyway, then in Jeremiah 17, I'll come back to that because I want to read something from that, which is quite, quite remarkable. Um, in Acts chapter 8, we have the story of the Samaritans, the Samaritan believers after Philip had preached the gospel to them and the Holy Spirit came on them. And that's a remarkable story. And in Mark chapter 3, the opening passage is the healing of a man with a withered hand. And... Um, that Jesus was criticized for, for doing that on the Sabbath. But God is good. Now, I wanted to take you to Jeremiah chapter 17. And of course, in Jeremiah 17, we have this very um, strong message in verse 9. The heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. And who, who can know it? Who can understand it? But it is the Lord who tries the hearts, the Lord who searches the hearts. Now, a little bit about Jeremiah. Jeremiah was struggling because his ministry was to an apostate Judah. Judah was the southern kingdom after the kingdom divided following the years of King Solomon. And there was the northern kingdom of Israel with Samaria as the capital. And God's judgment had already fallen upon Samaria and Israel. But those in Judah thought, we're safe. God is never going to allow the temple to be destroyed. He will never allow his holy city, the city of David, to be captured. And Jeremiah has to warn them and actually say, no, you're putting your hope 
and trust in false things. God is not going to rescue you unless you repent. God is not going to come down and bless you as, as a city or a nation unless you repent. And um, I think it's very true today that we have to preach and teach the message of repentance. And during times of difficulty, it's, it is easier for us to focus on repentance because difficulty focuses the mind. And I pray that the Lord will bring a fresh wave of genuine repentance into all the hearts of God's people, including ours, so that as we draw closer to the Lord, we will find that this virus confinement, social isolating, social distancing, and the time of mourning and grief and sorrow that we're in will not go to waste, but it will serve a good purpose and that we'll lay hold of God in a deeper way than ever before. I was speaking to R.T. Kendall over the weekend as he ministered to us. I said, R.T., how's this working in America? Do you think people are turning to the Lord? And R.T. thought for a bit and he said, I hope so. I said, you're not sure? He said, no. He said, you see, because his feeling is, is that people are just sitting and waiting, waiting, waiting it out. So, okay, be back to, back to normal. And then we can go back to business as usual. When I was a boy, I used to love, love books. I think my parents belonged to the Reader's Digest Club because I would get every birthday and every Christmas a number of books. And I remember I got a book, quite thick bound book. It was a book of proverbs and sayings. There were some Bible quotations in it, but it was mainly proverbs and fables and sayings. And, um, and I remember reading one and it said, the danger passes and God is forgotten. I couldn't have been much more than 10, 11 years of age. But I remember it to this day. The danger passes and God is forgotten. Um, we must be careful that as we turn to the Lord, we'll do so in depth. And whether there's danger or no danger, we seek his face. And when the danger passes, we don't forget God, but we praise him. Now, let me read. Uh, this is quite a lot. It's a bit like a psalm. So in Jeremiah 17, verse 5, and this will be our Bible reading for today. Thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. <coughs> Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind.
to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds, like the partridge that gathers a, gathers a brood that she did not hatch, so is he who gets riches, but not by justice. In the midst of his days, they will leave him, and at his end he will be a fool. A glorious throne set on high from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. The Lord, the hope of Israel, all who forsake you shall be put to shame. Those who turn away from you shall be written in the earth, for they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living water. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Behold, they say to me, where is the word of the Lord? Let it come. I've not run away from being your shepherd, nor have I desired the day of sickness. You know what comes out of my lips. It was before your face. Be not a terror to me. You are my refuge in the day of disaster. Let those be put to shame who persecute me, but let me not be put to shame. Let them be dismayed, but let not me be dismayed. Bring upon them the day of disaster. Destroy them with double destruction. Once again, we've got to very quickly say this is set in an old covenant context in which the enemies of God were the enemies of the state. We don't live in a state religion. Uh, we don't live in a national religion. We live in a spiritual religion, a spiritual kingdom. But anyway, there's some interesting things there. One of the things that I see is that the people who who grab after what is not theirs, that I think is very much the spirit of the age. If you have it, then it belongs to me. If, if you've got something that I want, then I must take from you. And that's kind of being reversed a little bit now in this coronavirus. As we're focused less on self and getting and grabbing, we're focused on, on giving. Don't stop your giving. Giving and forgiving, praying, seeking the face of God, giving to those who are in need, making sure that your tithes and offerings are, are brought into the storehouse of the house of God. Um, but this, like a partridge that gathers a brood she didn't hatch, is he who gets riches but not by justice. That reminds me of people who see things and they say, I want them, and, and they don't. They don't go after their own blessing. They, they want other people's blessing. I mean, I just think of the years, 29 years that we have worked together and how you have stood with me in all, the, all those 16 years when Laura required 24-7 care and you took care of her all that time. Never once did I miss a meeting. Never once did I miss an appointment. All those years of tears and pain. And then down through the years, all the ups and downs of ministry, the big moments, the great moments. 1998, 6,000 people gathered. 2003, 5,000 people gathered. 10 and a half, nearly 11,000 people in cells. And we saw all of that. We saw the blessing and all the good things. And yet, that is the inheritance of the Lord that has come through faithfulness, through faith. And we so appreciate the efforts that you've put in over the years to help build this church and to see God glorified in it.
And we're going to not let anything, no coronavirus, anyone, no critic ever, we're going to allow them to destroy the inheritance that God has built up for us all over the years and on into the future when we move on. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about going to glory. When we move on uh, uh, to, to the next phase of our ministry, uh, which won't be soon, we're not going to abandon you. We, but it, it will, it will, it will come. And anyway, as we move on and other people move on to the ministry, God has a plan for every single one of us. Do you remember uh, R.T. Kendall was talking about this on Sunday when it was um, Peter was asking questions um, uh, and um, he wanted when Jesus said to him, "Look, you know, you're, you're going to follow me even to the point of death." And and Peter said, "Well, I." Uh, uh, his attitude was, that's not quite fair. What about him? Pointing pointing to John, what about him? And Jesus said, you let the servant of the Lord follow the Lord. We are not accountable for other people's journey. We don't have to worry about what this person's going to do, what that person's going to do, what the future is for that person. We bless all of God's people, of all places, of all persuasions, and we pray the blessing of God upon everyone, those who remain with us, those who move on from us. We bless God for every one of you, and may the blessing of the Lord be with you wherever you are today, as we share together. And this is something Jeremiah says, I've not run away from being your shepherd, nor have I desired the day of sickness. So here's Jeremiah struggling with the pressures of ministry during the persecution that was coming his way. His was not a popular message. You know, it's very easy today to build big churches and attract superficial congregation with all kinds of smiles, all kinds of pulpit niceties and all kinds of nice, sweet sounding sermons. But it takes a real shepherd, a real man of God, and a real woman of God to be able to say, this is the teaching. It's not easy, but we are taking up our cross and following Jesus. That's the unpopular message of Kensington Temple. Other churches too, but less, to a lesser extent in terms of our rigorous discipleship. And yet Kensington Temple is growing. Our cells are growing. Why? Because people are tired of superficiality. They know that their heart is deceitful and sick. They know they can't trust in themselves. They know they can't trust in people, but they trust in the Lord. Amen. And this is what's going to take us through not only coronavirus, but every crisis. And by the way, don't think that when this coronavirus is over, that it's over. No, every day we come closer to the coming of Jesus. We need to dig deeper than ever before. And according to the word of God, lift up our eyes for our redemption is coming. Amen, amen. and amen. So there's a, a few thoughts from, from Jeremiah. Now, um, you are you ready to share with some things? Yes. Yes. Let's, um, okay. All right. So I just see this uh, very sad news. Would you like to bring it? Yes. <clears throat> We've got a prayer request here from Claudette. She asked us to pray for her friend, Monty, who is in his 60s and he's critically ill in a London hospital with the virus. Also, Angela De Silva, who's one of my primary, also she asked for a prayer for Mercy, one of her cell leaders 
and uh, Mercy's daughter, Nana, just lost her fiancé this morning to coronavirus. Her fiancé? So, yes. So he passed away yesterday. Mm. So we want to pray for those. Also, um, uh, we've got some um, praise requests as well. And we have uh, from an XKT person here writes in to say, um, she says, hello to Pastor Colin and all the KT family. She says, I am so blessed and thankful for KT and for all the hard work you're all doing to still stream and share the gospel. Blessings and love to you all. Remember, you're part of this as well. Yep. I was a KT member before I was married and still connect with many friends still there. My family... And I now find ourselves watching KT online during this testing time. It has helped and encouraged me and my family so much during this time. And I am so thankful to God for such an awesome ministry. I'm especially blessed for my six-year-old son, who's been absolutely loving the children's ministry work. That's good, isn't it? That you is pray supplied. for Andrew. Mm -hmm. He's not so well, yeah. is he? I cannot wait to attend once the doors are open again. May you all stay well and safe during this time. God is always faithful and holds us up with his righteous right hand. Blessings and love, Tana and family. And this, this is, you're very much part of this request as well, because if you weren't out there, we wouldn't be here this morning. So because you're there, we're here and uh, we're able to, together, able to bless many people. And yes, we do want to pray for Andrew, our children's leader. He's unwell at the moment also. He's off this week unwell, not with coronavirus, but with other ailment. Okay. So um, uh, we, we, all these prayer requests will be prayed for individually and by name yes. throughout the day. Yes. But we're going to pray some summary prayers uh, in a moment and, mm -hmm. and mention, mention those people, particularly those who are grieving today. But um, there is now a, a, a prayer request coming in. Let me let me just read it. Please pray for my sister Kelly. She's being bullied from her bosses at work. They're bringing back a boss who left. Kelly emailed a complaint towards him. And okay, so it goes on about that. Kelly is now in panic mode, suffering from anxiety and panic attacks. She's terrified of him. And his friends, please pray. So it sounds like a really, and so quite a long message that goes on. Um, uh, pray for Kelly's health. She had, uh, I think it must mean pneumonia uh, four months ago, high blood pressure, afraid, fragile. Wow. We're going to pray for, pray for, pray for Kelly uh, this morning. And um, there are some other, other um, praise requests coming in. And this is quite interesting. This is uh, an Elizabeth working for the NHS and supporting the medical director who is leading on coronavirus in North London, Northwest London. And the medical director is Julian, who oversees everything. He's been working Monday to Sunday from 7 a.m. Please pray for strength, wisdom, and knowledge as he leads the Northwest London teams. Also pray that he recognizes that he needs to rest. <laughs> Please pray for wisdom to de delegate some of the tasks. Please pray for strength and wisdom and for my daughter who's at home whilst I'm at work, that she will not feel abandoned by me during the this time. I've had to work over the bank holidays, including today. Please pray I'll continue to make time for my 
Bible readings and prayers. I sit in the most high level of high level meetings with Julian. Please pray that God give me discerning spirit to want to pick up and how to pray at this time. We th thank you for thank you, Elizabeth, for that. Um, now is a, another testimony. Just reading, Colin. Watchman Awake, page eight. These are days of restoration and revival. The Lord is reviving his people, just thanking God for the watchmen who have gone ahead, faithful saints. Um, okay, let's... Um, message from Sarah Molloy, Sarah Molloy. Following up on the young nurse that she was helping to care for, good report on Resurrection Day. The girl is completely healed, no more scars on lungs. Just called her to confirm if she needed anything so I can take it to her. There is no need now. She'll be returning to work mid next week, totally immune for life from coronavirus. Well, that's, I don't yes, know if yes. you are, remain immune for life, but certainly for now anyway. Uh, she was so happy, giggling throughout the conversation. Thank you for your prayer support, ladies. No prayer is small. Well, I think the men were praying as well. I'm sure they were. I think, I think we've got a whole army of Deborahs out there. God bless you. Let's just take uh, another one. Um, uh, okay. All right. Have a look at WhatsApp. There might be some there. This is WhatsApp, yes. Thank you so much, KT, for all your streaming services. May God keep you, bless you uh, all, and guard you all. Okay. That's really lovely. So, would you like to pray a summary prayer and mention those names as you've been praying with us? Hope you're participating, writing these requests down. And would you pray generally before we come to the Lord's Prayer this morning? Father, we come before you again this morning, Lord God, and we thank you for this, the new blessings of this day, Father God. And we thank you, Lord God, for every single person who's been mentioned on this prayer list this morning. Whether it's praise or prayer, Father God, we just thank you for them. And Lord, we want to lift up to you Nana at the moment, uh, who's the daughter of one of our cell leaders. In fact, she's in Grace, her mum's in Grace Danqua's cell, mercy. So we're praying for Nana and we ask Lord God at this time, as she has lost her fiance to this awful virus, Lord God, we pray that you would comfort her this at this time. There will be no explanation really satisfying her right now why this should have happened. But Father, you are the God of comfort. You're the God, who, Lord, who can explain everything to us in your special way. So Father, put people round about her who will stand with her right now, who will comfort her. And indeed for the family of this young man who's passed away, Father, we lift them up to you in prayer this morning. And we ask for your protection round about them. We ask for your comfort at this time. In Jesus' name. And Father, we pray for this um, Julian, who's the head of the NHS in, in uh, North. Northwest London, and for Elizabeth, who works for him. Father God, we pray that you would give him great wisdom, Lord God, as he oversees this entire corona situation in the Northwest of London. Father, give him insights beyond his natural ability, Father God. Mm. Just strengthen him, strengthen him. And for Elizabeth, Lord God, as she sits in these meetings with him, Father God, we ask for your discerning spirit. Father, we ask for your words of knowledge and understanding beyond what's actually been said in the meeting. Lord, that you would give her great insight as to what you're saying into this situation in Jesus' name. And we remember her daughter at this time, 
Father, we pray that this young daughter, Father, she will not feel abandoned by her mother, that she will know higher purposes, that her mother is serving higher purposes, Lord God, and that the days that her mother has been away, Father, we ask that you would multiply those back in due course to this young lady in Jesus' name. And we pray for Claudette's friend, uh, Monty. Father, we pray for him as he lies in a hospital ward, critically ill from this virus. Mm. Father God, we pray. Mm. We ask, Lord God, that if he doesn't know you, Father God, that there would be a, there would be a witness round about him, Lord God. There would be someone who would share the love of Jesus with him at this stage in his life. And Father, just stretch forth your hand to him right now in Jesus' name. And we're thinking of others, Lord, that we may not have mentioned by name right now. Lord, we pray for your blessing, for your comfort, for your sustaining power, and for your protection to be round about the families and those who have called in, Lord God, or sent in messages, even if we haven't named them. Lord God, you know them by name. You know them by name, Lord God, and we ask that you would meet with them and minister to them in their homes, in hospital even at the workplace, Lord God, wherever they find themselves this morning, present yourself with them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And we do pray for everybody else, Father, who is at work today, maybe in difficult situations, frontline, maybe they're tired. We ask for those who are stuck at home and those who are uh, at risk, those who have already some symptoms, mm. those who are mourning. We know, Father, of ministers who are quite unwell. And we ask, Father, for your healing upon them all, healing upon our families yes, and Lord. healing upon our loved ones and healing upon the, our enemies. Father, we wish your healing power to deal with this sickness and this virus. But we wish far more and desire far more that this nation will turn its heart back to you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, I've got two surprises for you today. One is uh, the Lord's Prayer, and um, I printed it out on a particular, uh, from a particular version, which is already on the website. And um, this version of the Lord's Prayer is taken from the Passion Bible. And... Um, I have it here, and Amanda has a copy printed out. And this is going to, we're <laughs> going to pray through this version of the Lord's Prayer today. And I, I like it. I like some of the way it's expressed. And you can go online, and there on katie.org, on the homepage, you can have a picture of this, and you, you, you can copy it and take it. And um, so it, it, it goes like this, the Lord's Prayer. And... I'm going to read it, and as we read it, we're going to pray it together. And we'll just expand on that just a little bit before we finish today. Our Father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is fulfilled in heaven. 
We acknowledge you as our provider of all we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulations and set us free from evil. Together, for, for you, you are, are the king, king who rules with, with power and glory forever. forever. Amen. 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 Okay, that's the first surprise. The second surprise is straight after this when we have said the grace together. Monique is going to join us in her recorded solo that went out on the concert. It was unfortunately cut off a little bit half the, halfway through, but she's in Bangkok and pray for her uh, in Thailand. And she's going to sing for us uh, the, 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 the prayer. Yeah, that is a beautiful song, yes. the prayer. But here we are. Let's say the grace together. May the grace, grace of, of our, our Lord Jesus Christ, Christ and, and the, the love, love of God and, and the, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, Spirit be with us all now and forever. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen and amen. God bless you. Don't forget to follow us through with us today on KTTV. The program is online. And also Wednesday evening when we have our midweek prayer meeting. I'll be ministering on the book God's word in my mouth, and we're going to keep on praying. So don't forget, join with us on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Goodbye. God bless you. Have a great day. And now over to you, Monique. God bless you as you join us from Bangkok. Hello, Kensington Temple. Hello, Pastor Colin, Pastor Amanda, and hi to all my friends in KTE. I miss you so much. <laughs> I am here in Bangkok, Thailand. So I'm on the other side of the world. I'm having a lockdown like you guys, but with the help of technology and with the help of Fabio, found a way to connect and um, so that, that I could be a part of the celebration because I so wanted to be a part of the celebration of Easter uh, with you all. And uh, so we found a way. <laughs> so I'm very happy about this. Um, so today I want to sing for you the prayer by Bocelli. Um, I think it's a song which is very good for this time of crisis and I want to dedicate it to all of you in Kensington Temple and all of all the people who are suffering and who are affected by this crisis and uh, just to remember that our only hope is found in Jesus, no one else. So let's keep our eyes on Jesus. Let this be our 
Oh